Welcome back to the Shout at the Devils podcast, another episode here. We're just going to get right into it, a little bit of an emergency episode. The Devils lost game one, unfortunately, of the Stanley Cup playoffs, dropped it at home to the New York Rangers. It was pretty ugly, let's put it at that, Justin. Uh, This was just such a bad game, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be like, oh, it it was the Devils' first game, Like, and we'll get into that. But this game was just playing out bad. Rangers just totally outplayed the Devils. The Rangers looked like the much more prepared team going into this game. Yeah, no, it it really sucked to put it frank. One of the the most glaring issues of that game was special teams. We saw that right off the bat. The Devils' first three power plays, they didn't register a single shot on goal, which is just horrendous. The Rangers scored on their first power play. Um. It's just, it's, you have to beat them in special teams. And we highlighted that in our last episode and the Devils were not able to do that. Yeah. I And I feel like special teams really set the tone because the Devils had a very early power play in this one, like one minute into that game and they weren't able to do anything. And then they had another power play, like a few minutes later, couldn't do anything on it. So I really feel like that set the tone for the game. And then the Rangers really just gained some momentum there and got two goals in that first period. Um, Devils went 0 for 4 in the power play. Rangers went 2 for 3. And the main difference I've seen between these two teams on like their power plays, the Rangers look so all right. Like me and my dad, I was with my dad yesterday at the game, and I we kept on talking about it. The Rangers look so structured on their power play. And the thing is, the Devils don't pressure them. They don't come out and try to pressure, yeah. they just let them pass, and then the Rangers get big opportunities. Meanwhile, the Devils are just trying to first of all, they have trouble getting the puck into their zone on a power play, which is a big problem to start off with. And then when they finally get the puck in their zone, it's like they're tr- like they're skating for their lives because the Rangers are all over them. They're not giving them any room to breathe. And it obviously worked. Devils went 0 for 4. They had, did they ha- even have a shot on any of their power plays? Yeah, I believe they had one or two on their fourth power play, but yeah. th- they weren't like, Prime scoring chances. There were shots from the outside that Igor was never going to let past him. And what makes me sick is I think the Rangers had three shots shorthanded. So they had the Rangers had more shots on the penalty kill than the Devils did on the power play. And then you look at the Rangers power play. It looked amazing. Lethal. Riders just sitting there in front of the net. Oh, let's just, yeah, let's leave one of the best front net presence guys in the league just wide open for an easy tip in. Like, like we got to learn and somebody's got to put the body on Kreider. They can't just let him be alone like that. I mean, that's just a really crucial mistake on the defense. That's nothing that you could blame on VTech for. So really like special teams really changed this game. Maybe if things went the other way, whole nother game, we'd be talking about, um, we'd be more happy right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, special teams really set the tone this game, I think. And the devil's paid for it because they did not come in ready and, their penalty kill was really bad, and their power play was, uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was indescribable. <laughs> my, my dad even said it himself. Their power play is he termed it as controlled chaos, and I think that's a really good way to put it because, like, they're kind of just all over the place. And even in the regular season, like, even when they've got set up, like, they don't enter the zone cleanly. Like, they got a battle for the puck and stuff, and. It's, it's kind of ugly, and sometimes it works, but the Rangers' kill was on last night, and that's a problem when you have a guy like Igor, which we'll get into. I mean, you have to literally be perfect, and 
the Rangers were not allowing the Devils to do so. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Rangers' defense. We could say whatever we want about the Devils offensively, but the Rangers defensively were amazing. Like, I don't – you know, I'm, I'm like, confused. I don't know. Were they, like, saving this for the playoffs? Yeah, no. I was cause, Because all my Rangers fans' friends say defense is their weak spot, and they look like a very elite team defensively. I, I know. Like, it just doesn't make sense because in the Devils' four matchups with the Rangers, we didn't see any of that. Not the Rangers, at all. All right. Block shots. Oh, my God. Every goddamn shot the Devils took was blocked, I feel like. Every shot. Like it, the Rangers were just getting in all the lanes. They were amazing at it. And the middle of the ice, the Devils couldn't could maybe have, like, two high-quality chances or three chances in the middle of the ice. And that was it. The Rangers walked off the middle of the ice. You, you see, every single time the Devils entered the zone last night, they had to go through the outside. They couldn't go up the middle because the Rangers just clogged it up. They were on their throats the whole game. They did not give the Devils any any room to breathe. They were just smothering them the whole time. I mean, and look, credit to the Rangers. They came into this game so prepared. It looked like an amazing team, a great defensive team. And then offensive-wise for the Rangers, they took advantage of their opportunities when they got them. So, look, that's what great teams do. And the Rangers yeah. were pointing out the better, better team. So, yeah. Yeah, and I I think another thing is the the Devils kind of had to be perfect defensively because of the pressure the Rangers were putting on them, and I'm not gonna say they were horrible defensively last night. We didn't see like a ton of odd man rushes or anything like that, but the difference is the Rangers made it count. Yeah, uh, there weren't many. They didn't have many breakdowns. The Devils, but no. there was like there was like some like assignments that they missed. Yeah, on. like the Ryan Lindgren goal. The third Rangers goal. How do you just let him skate in and shoot that puck? Yeah, no, I I agree a hundred percent. And I, also, VTech can't let that in. I'm sorry. Well, look, I yeah, there's that little over his shoulder, a little that little opening there. It's look, it's an amazing shot by Lindgren. Yeah. Give him credit. But there's just Lindgren's coming in here. If if people can are not watching us on YouTube, I'm doing like a little illustration here. Here's the net. <laughs> Lindgren's coming in here, and then there's just like four Devils. Just right here, not doing anything and just letting him come in and take that shot. Who cares if it's Ryan Lindgren? And we know he's not known for his offense, but how are you just going to let any player in the NHL just come in and have a great opportunity on our goalie? I just don't understand that. Um, but what a good, what an amazing shot by Ryan Lindgren. And I mean, after that, I mean, the game really felt like it was over, really just drained our fans and everything like that. Because it was 2 nothing, then the Rangers scored, but it was a high stick, and then it seems like the fans were getting back into it, and we got some momentum, and then bam, right, right away, Ryan Lindgren just uh, killed that momentum for us. Yeah, it, it, it was just a game of momentum killers because there were so many times the Devils got a power play in a key moment or like got that overturned goal in a key moment, and there were at least five times in that game where I was like, okay, this is where it could turn around because the, the Devils have been able to turn it around all season for the most part in games like that, and this time they just didn't do it. Credit to the Rangers. They played amazing. I will give some credit to the Devils as well. I believe their hits were tied. The Rangers might have had one or two more, which... That was a big talking point, and the Devils showed that when they need to, they could step up physically. So that made me a little optimistic for the rest of this series. It again, it is. We'll get into the preparation, but it is their 
for most of them, their first playoff game. And if not, they're fifth or sixth guys like he sure brat would. So I think they got a little taste of it. I think Lindy Ruff is going to know what they need to harp on, but we got to fix it quick because Thursday night, we're right back at it and it's a must win. Yeah. And some people are like pinpointing some players who like played bad, like Miles Wood or Damon Severson. But I don't believe you could pinpoint this on one player because I don't I, I can't tell you one player that I believe actually had a good game. And that's like I'm not and I'm I'm usually not I'm always trying to be positive, but I'm going to tell it how it is. Not one player really played good in this one. Yeah. Um, and not, I, they looked and, and look, um, they did say um, in their like, post game interviews, they were like, oh, we were like, we, we don't think we were ready or like I, I forget the exact quote, but. Basically, what they were saying is they were like very anxious and just they don't think they were ready for it. Um, and I mean, they knew they were to be in the playoffs for how long now? So, like, I don't know if that's really a valid excuse, but like, we'll get into the playoff experience here and shortly. But I don't know. It was just a brutal game. I don't think any one player really stood out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, like you said, I don't think there was anyone who necessarily had a horrible game. It was just a bunch of guys who didn't play good and didn't play bad either. Like, they were just kind of there. Yeah. Dude, I, just, I, need, I need to rant about this, though. Go ahead. They had so many chances where they don't shoot the puck. They yep. do too many extra passes, and yep. then they turn it over. I, I, my, my whole section was like, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. And they don't do it. I, I remember like in the second period, Dawson Mercer had like a prime opportunity. There was really nobody in front of him and he could just took a shot. The only way you're going to beat Shesterkin is if you test them. Yeah. They try to do these extra passes to set up the perfect play. Like, are you kidding me? And uh, something else to add on to that. It wasn't like they were on like a two on one. A- clear two on one and tried to pass the puck like these guys would have an open lane to the net to literally go in one-on-one with Chesterkin and they'd pass it backwards and that happened four or five times like spin around and throw it backwards and either Ranger gets their stick in the in the lane because it's easy or they just miss it entirely and the Rangers are going the other way up the ice like it, it wasn't like it was like where you had a great chance at completing a play like when you're in on the goalie, you don't throw it backwards unless there's like a defenseman like Dougie wide open at the point. But that was not the case in this. So it it just was. And three guys on the Devils use this word jitters in their postgame interviews. That, that, that's what I, that's what I was talking yeah. about a couple minutes the, ago. Yes, jitters. Th- that's exactly what it was. They just they look scared. If you want me to put it honestly, they look scared. No, I, I agree 100 percent. I just don't. Feel like they were they were re- they weren't ready and um they weren't prepared for it um do you think playoff experience really like the lack of playoff experience for the devils showed in this game yeah a hundred percent i mean they they just seemed timid they really didn't there's no way you can say they looked like they did in the entire regular season they just looked a lot more scared a lot more apprehensive in all situations. It was almost like they were like fighting on like whether they want to pinch or not for the defenseman. Like there was just a lot of uncertainty and that's to be expected for some guys who it's their first time. But the fact of the matter is they've experienced it now. They know what it's like. I will say the devil's played a lot better in the third period than the first and second but that also has been the standard the entire season 
but hopefully that's less of being that's less of a norm and that carries over through the rest of the periods because the devils were the much better team than the rangers in the regular season and we need to remember that they're capable of doing it they got that experience every guy on that roster basically except Sharon Govich can now say they've played in the Stanley Cup playoff game yeah so they just got to put it into action if if they play the way they did in the third and just fine tune a few little things and start testing Igor a lot more as we just found out now the Devils will have an optional skate today I don't know if I agree with that but if that's the case all of them should be skating yeah yeah honestly like if they didn't show up bench them like yeah I do for real like I don't know like as me, like, if I was a player and I had a game like that, like there's no way. Like, I, yeah. I, be, I mean, I just got to get better. Yeah, yeah. They have, I, I, they have a lot to improve on. It's going to be very interesting to see if there's any guys who don't show up because the way the the way last night went, there there's no way anyone should be satisfied with that. Yeah, definitely. And before we look forward here, um, we have to talk about Igor Shesterkin. He was great. Sadly. But look, I want to say this. Like, yeah, he was great in that, but like. Like he really wasn't tested that much. People were acting like he like had this amazing game. He really wasn't yeah. tested that much. He had maybe like maybe like two or three chan- big chances that he fended off, and then Jack Hughes scored the the most depressing goal in yeah playoff history. That was depressing. Like for a um a penalty shot in the playoffs, like <laughs> it was so sad. Um, but you know what? Look, happy to get on the board regardless. I mean. They they didn't um the shutout streak is still there still alive <laughs> still alive so I mean maybe that gives them some momentum going into the next game I don't know but like yeah it's happy to get on the board but look Igor was great we knew he was gonna be great but I I don't I can't say I can't tell you like that like Igor really shut us down because I don't think he really was tested that much yeah I want to say that in in the Pittsburgh series last year for the Rangers round one. Igor had an 835 save percentage because the Penguins realized that they need to start peppering him with shots. The fans got in Igor's head and started chanting, Igor, and he showed that he was a human being and he's capable of letting pucks in the net. And we saw that in our regular season games. So that just goes back to what you've been saying, Justin. We need to test him enough with these passes. Just shoot the puck. We have talent. It's going to go in. But we need to shoot more and clean up the other areas as well. Yeah, a lot to clean up for sure. But let's look forward here. We're not hitting the panic button yet. If you're nope. hitting the panic button, then you got to chill out. Because there's been so many times this season where the Devils have gone on a bad stretch or had a really bad loss. And we all just start to panic and be like, oh, the season's over. This team's falling apart. It's the end. And every single time we've said that, this team has proven us wrong. Every single time this team has proven proven us wrong. I don't know if well, I don't know if I can speak for me. I but, agree. But like like there's been many fans. I mean, look, I know we want to see our team win. No doubt about it. I want to see this team win as well. But we got to be optimistic here. Have faith in this team because we know this team can overcome this. Look, game two at the Rock, important game. It definitely is. Um, so I think the Devils will come out looking much better in game two. Then they will in game one. It's not, it can't be that hard to look. Game one, they came out really bad. So they have to come out with better game two, more prepared. Get that first goal. You don't want to fall behind in these playoff games. 
they 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 could do that in the regular season, but in the playoffs, that's not going to work out well for you. Yeah, th- this is a team that was 30 games over 500 in the regular season. There is no reason to panic right now. Honestly, I'm going to say it. If you're pan- if you're truly pressing the panic button on the season right now, you're not a true fan because all this stuff we've had to deal with. And that's not saying you can't be frustrated. I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. But all the stuff we've went through in past years, John Gillies, you, you know the whole spiel. There's no reason to freak out over one game when it's a seven when it's a best of seven series. Like, I know it sucks. Trust me. Last night was horrendous. But to give up on them after one game when you need to win four, that that's just not fair to them after the incredible regular season they've had. Give them a shot at least. If they go down two nothing, I'm gonna start panicking more. But it's still, even if they were to go down two nothing, they win the next game. Then they're playing for a chance to tie the series, and anything could happen. Like, it's not ideal, obviously, but to give up entirely is not fair. We've seen playoff series in every sport that go seven games, two two down, and then the next team will win two games. Three one leads have been blown like nothing. Like, you got to stick with the team. Anything could happen. We know the Devils are capable of beating any team on any night. We saw that. So... Hopefully everyone shows up for that optional skate. By the time you guys are watching this, you'll know. And there, there's still hope. There's no reason to freak out. Relax. It sucks. Yes. Is it the end of the world? No. That's what I have to say. Perfectly said. It's a seven-game series for a reason. So the Devils have a bunch more chances to figure it out here and get better as a team and hopefully take down the Rangers in game two here. Um, so it'll be an interesting game, too, at The Rock. So to conclude this episode, Daniel, what do the Devils have to improve on? What do they have to do to win game two? I think I kind of said it already, just fire pucks on net. You need to test Igor Shesterkin. Just those two, three chances an entire game is not enough. And also, they need to come firing out of the gate. A 2 nothing lead with Shesterkin might as well be 16 nothing. Let's be real. We 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 can't do it. We need to set the tone immediately and score that first goal, which even in the regular season, the Devils had a little trouble with. We can't be playing from behind against a tested and proven playoff New York Rangers team. Can't happen. And also, the fans need to keep the same energy tomorrow night. I, I get it sucks that it's I one game. I get it sucks that it's one game, but... We've been waiting so long for this. We win tomorrow night. We're all knotted up. The Rangers are in the same position we are. There's no reason not to, as Dawson Mercer asked the fans, be absolutely losing your mind when that puck drops because it's probably the biggest Devils game in a long, 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 long time. And we can't let one loss change that. That would not be fair to our team or our fan base. Yeah, no, I'm happy you brought that up. Okay, We need to show off for game two as much as we did for game one. Look, yep. we know there's going to be a good amount of Rangers fans there. Like, we can't we can't control that. Look, Rangers fans travel well. They have a big fan base, big passionate fan base. We can only control how, how much we can, but what we can do is be as loud as we can at the arena. And look, we were loud, and then after the third goal, I mean, kind of just sucked the life out yeah, of the Yeah, and, and that's understandable us. to an extent. There was not much to cheer about for us. Exactly. So I'm not going to like go out and like blame us. Like, I mean, look, you can only cheer for so much. Yeah, exactly. Sucks. Um, 
And for me, my um, keys to winning game two is special teams. I believe it set the tone for game one. Your devil's power play has to be more structured, more clean entries, pass the puck well. But when you get your opportunities, like you were saying, Daniel, shoot the puck. Test Igor Shesterkin. And penalty kill-wise, be like you were in the regular season. You were fourth in the league in penalty kill last uh, this past season for a reason. So be pressure the Rangers more. Don't give them much room to breathe. Smother them on defense. Smother them defensively-wise. And whenever you get the chance, clear that puck immediately. So I think those are the keys for me. I think it starts with special teams, and I think it will set the tone for game two. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Don't press the panic button yet, people. Um, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be good. We'll be all right. Um, I'll, I'll end it off with the same way I end off every episode because the New Jersey Devils are in the playoffs. That's not changing. We win tomorrow, and we're knotted up with the Rangers. We're in the same spot as them. Stay the course. Keep faith. Let's go, Devils, baby. Woo! Woo! Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to Shout at the Devils by your hosts, Justin Brady and Daniel LaMoya. As always, let's go, Devils, baby! Woo!